and Jason Dante We got a few things on our mind A few things that we wanna say We ain't here to start the drama But we will talk about everything except for your mama So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max While we talk about real life with a few laughs I know you feel the heat and yeah you feel the beat So go ahead and plug into this TMLP Yeah we're good for you, get your nutrition Yeah you're listening to Man Listen yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Two Man Listen. What's going on, good people? We want to welcome you all to another edition of the Man Listen podcast. I'm your boy John Winfrey here. And I'm your man Jason Dante. That's right. Y'all know what it is. This is a podcast where we talk about everything except your mama. I want to thank you all for tuning in to another great episode. We got some great stuff lined up for you all in terms of this content. As always, designed to be thought-provoking, yet entertaining, and we're going to make you laugh a little bit, of course. But um, let's we- talk about this first, bro. Like, yeah, these NBA Finals, man, has this not been entertaining, man? It's It's been weird. Like, it, it's been great games, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Butler is a dog, bro. Certified. Like, like it, I yep. saw I saw some random post like I think on IG. We we're just saying like he was right about the Bulls. He was right about Minnesota. He was right about Philly. Like stop making him the bad guy. And it's kind of like yeah, got yeah. a point. Definitely Philly and so, and the Bulls. Yeah, definitely for sure. Um. So so yeah, man. It's it's been entertaining games, but it's still just weird because mm-hmm. you know it's not like that rocking energy like in an actual arena. So yeah, that that's still just weird but it man it, it's been some good games though yeah i'm i'm just glad that it's been competitive i really in a sense i'm almost disappointed in the lakers because it's like y'all should have swept these dudes like you know nobody yeah. like i think that's one of the last teams that people expected to be in the finals no disrespect to the heat because they are right. some young dogs but it's mm-hmm. just like from the onset nobody expected them to be in the nba finals so to be going up against the new magic and Kareem, basically. Basically. It's like, come on. But you got to tip your hat off to the Heat, as you said, man, because they are playing some incredible ball. And, you know, the Lakers been – it's not like they just been sleep. Like, they've been balling to this last yeah. game yesterday. Um, at the time we were recording this, uh, yesterday was game, what, five? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, the game five was, Ooh-wee. I mean, down to the wire. So, definitely entertaining. You know, I'm hoping that the Lakers just go ahead and end this. What's that, tomorrow? They play tomorrow? Yep, tomorrow's 7.30, so, I, yeah. I hope so. So, I hope by the time you are listening to this, the, the Lakers are world champions. But we'll see. We shall see. So Because, I mean, if, if Duncan Robinson get wet again like he was this past game. Man, listen. Man. <laughs> goodness. They might be in trouble. They might it, be in trouble. It, it's it's gonna get some. It's gonna get hairy. I just know. Quick. I just feel like LeBron probably gonna drop fifty because it's like you can't you can't come back from three one like pull off the greatest comeback in NBA Finals history and then the same thing happened to you. It's like that that cannot you happen. Cannot <laughs> let that happen. Bron gonna have to score like he probably gonna score one hundred and twenty points or something before it happens. Like I mean, it, it just might be. He just yeah. gonna be man. Forget it just, for sure. For yeah, sure, yeah, man. Got you, got you, got you. So, want to get into this first segment. Our topic for today, we talk, we got to talk about it, y'all, because it's only right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not our preference, but we do believe that it's very important and necessary that we give our take on this whole election and just mm-hmm. the whole general topic of politics. So, mm-hmm. I think this is very important, Jay, because. My God, we have there's a lot of subconscious things going on here that I don't think we always give the proper attention to. So let's start here. Give your thoughts on the recent debates, the presidential debate, the vice presidential debate, as well as just the way this election has unfolded with the pandemic and stuff that we're in the middle in right now. Like, give your thoughts to that. Um, Presidential debate, Tom Fullery. Vice presidential debate, it was better, but it was still like, like no matter what side of the aisle that you're on, they were both like, are y'all not really answering the question? Like it's yeah, like y'all answering like politicians. And like, I hate that as somebody, like if you ask me a question, I'm going to try to answer that question directly because yeah. 
I like you didn't ask me another question. You asked me the question that like you asked me. I'm gonna right. respond to that. Right. Um, so that's been on my nerves. And in general, man, it just everything is so hyper politicized. Mm-hmm. Um, is and like simple things are like a political issue mm-hmm. where it's just like yeah, th- this this just makes common decent human sense but it turns into a political issue um i'm over it um i'm really over for real for the republican party and the democratic party this whole notion of we got to pick the lesser of two evils quote unquote Mm. um yeah i'm I'm just like it and and on top of it you know at the time that we're recording this i just got hip to hamilton so you know i kind of got a little bit of a like a revolutionary like oh lord (laughs) Mindset. Oh Lord. Well, just in the sense, like these cats, like you know, like built up like the structure on this, just on a whim. Like, hey, we gonna fight to have the freedom to do whatever we want, and hey, we're we're just gonna make this up as we go. And so, in the in the same way, it's like it's interesting. We've just kind of settled into kind of like the status quo, or just it is what it is. This is politics, yeah. where it's like. That's not how the country was built. It's just a, oh, it is what it is. No, it was built on, no, we're going to make it what we want it to be. And so it's like 200 plus years later, why can't it be, why can't it be the same story? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I Those are my thoughts, man. I got you. Be in the room where it happens. Sorry, just had to throw it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) how you feel about everything man so in terms of my feelings on the presidential debate i thought that it was just like it was like listening to two little kids honestly it's like i was very i was very disappointed in biden and how he kind of fed into the the foolery like he fed into it like it's just like dude you know who this guy is, you know what's going to happen. You know he's going to be himself. So mm-hmm. it was like, man, you had an opportunity to really show like true leadership in in regards of your poise. And I don't feel like he showed much poise. I do agree with your take on how they weren't really answering the questions. <laughs> it was kind of like they were just all our arguing <laughs> like mm-hmm. you a fool no you a fool like you dumb no you dumb <laughs> no you ain't smart don't you ever like it was like i'm not even gonna you clown look like, yeah, wow. like literally like the words and everything i was like this is just unprecedented like they they mm-hmm. made history so i think we can pat them on the backs in that regard like they went to all-time lows <laughs> in presidential debate history but um Aside from that, as far as the vice presidential debate, I was actually, in a sense, proud of Kamala. I think that the way she handled herself was with more more poise and more dignity, more class. Um, Mm -hmm. There were some, I mean, of course, with the questions, it's like, I don't expect the person to, you know, just hammer every question, like hit a home run. But I think that overall, her performance in a debate fashion was actually decent like that was you know professional she she did okay she did the best that she could i mean because like some of these questions as far as like when they were asking about like covid and how you handle it it's like all we can really do is speculate you know at this point because it's just like you say that but then when you get in office and you know if there are unforeseen circumstances that happen like the pandemic itself it's like there's only so much control you're going to have so Mm-hmm. That's just my thoughts on that, man. I think that is, it was interesting. Of course, you know, seeing the comments and stuff on social media was hilarious. Like the fly on Pence's head and all that man. stuff. That was like, I, I knew people were going to just, I knew that he was going to get crucified. So, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm still like, and you know, we'll move on to something serious in a second, but I'm still <laughs> amazed how long that Joker stayed on his head, Post it. bro. Post it. Cause Post I, it. And and I think everybody that was watching it, we all had the same thought at the same time. Like, is that is yeah. is that that's a fly? Yep. Oh, yep. that fly ain't moving. Yep. Oh, 
hey, it's really a flyer on his head. Look, you remember, do you remember in Ali when Ali was talking about Bob Costas' toupee? You remember that scene? Uh, that's not quite. A, not quite. Or was but. it? Was it Bob? No, it wasn't Bob Costas. I think it was either Marv Albert, the commentator that he was going back and forth with. Yeah, and yeah. his toupee. That's what came to my mind. I was like, man, that's a tough toupee. <laughs> that mug is like a nest. He got a nest <laughs> up there. So it was oh, hilarious man. though. Like seeing all the posts people had. I was like, oh, they gonna eat this up a lot. Like social media is just savage. Just mm. pure savage. And and the and the worst part about it, man, I couldn't even begin to tell you what that man was talking about during that time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, okay, okay, fly. Yeah. There's a fly on his head. Like yeah. whatever he said in that moment, he could have said something. He could have had like, and you know what? We're gonna cure COVID this way. Right. None of us know because of the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, man. So well, you know, whoever whoever uh did his hair got his hair together it's it's tough you had him fly (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) so okay so let's let's get into this on a serious note in regards to this election we wanted to kind of take a different approach because we're like we know everybody has an opinion about the election and you know you may be republican democrat you may be independent whatever i know a lot of people are over it but mm-hmm. this is something that we want to talk about in terms of what should your criteria be for voting? Let's start mm-hmm. there because it's like, I thought about just the not only this election, but even when Obama was running, I know there were a lot of people that voted for Obama. Why? Cause uh, he was black. black. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, there are, there are reasons like that that I believe there was legitimacy to that because it was necessary for our culture and our people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, okay, that can't be your motivating factor every single time. Like it right. can't be party driven or race driven or gender driven. Like stuff like that to me is kind of like it becomes shallow. So, bro, Super. let's let's list some of the traits. What are some critical elements or factors you you feel like should go into our criteria when we're thinking about who should be the next president, who should be the next mayor, who should be, be the next governor? Um, I think number one, that person should have a servant's heart. Because, you know, you, you don't have this high position just to be flossing that, okay, I got this high position. No, it's like you have this higher position so that you serve more. Like, okay. that's, that's the way it should be because you're the president that serves the people and anything that you do should be in service to the country. And who's in the country? All the people. So it, it should be a, a thing of just... You like a really just a mindset of I don't want this position for power, but okay. I want this position um, to serve in the most impactful way to not only my country, but really to the world. So I, I think I think that's one element of it. Another element of criteria of somebody that's looking out for all people, um, not just their own, you know, um, because, you know, to. I won't go there, but just just saying, like, if you're all just in your office just to take care of your own, right? You're missing a point because I understand. yeah, yeah, you're like like Obama. Like, if Obama was just taking care of black people, like you're just a black people president, but mm-hmm. that that's not your title. You're the president of the United States. So there's black people here. There's white people here. There's Latino people here. There's Asian people here. There's mm-hmm. um. Uh, the, the Indian American community, Native American community, um, LGBT, and the whole nine. You know, there's a whole bunch of people here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it should be somebody that I want to do my best to take care of all the people. Of course, it's not going to be perfect, but right, that should be like the goal. Um, also, I would say, and I'll just I'll just do three. So those two, um, and then the third one should actually be like a role model type person, like somebody that I can look up to to say, man, you like, you deserve to be there. Like I I see you as a person of high morality, high intelligence, high character to where I feel like and understand you're not going to abuse the power that you have, but use it 
in the right way, you know. I got so, you. I got so, you. So that's what I I that's what I look for. And I think just in general, most people would say, Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. Yeah, but never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. Yeah. But, uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure. As mm. far as my criteria, I'm gonna say I look for a problem solver. I look for somebody who is not afraid of conflict and who's not afraid to make tough decisions. And Mm -hmm. I would look for that in their track record. Like if their history shows that they've been in a position where they had to make tough decisions or had to step up to the plate in some kind of way, whether it's their involvement in the community or being a voice for certain people that weren't being heard. Like Mm -hmm. I look for those type of um, signs in their track record that shows that, listen, when the rubber meets the road, this person isn't going to cower you know, to the circumstances or cower to maybe someone saying, listen, we'll give you this amount of money if you shut up or that type of Mm -hmm. thing. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, um, I will also say, I don't, you know what? I got to say it. A person who is well-spoken in the sense of they know how to address what needs to be addressed. I think that's something that really came to light with the Mm -hmm. Trump administration like he has a way of demeaning other people, but you still haven't addressed mm. the issues that yeah. are being brought to light. So he'll say, you know, well, this person, such and such and such is, you know, they're dumb. They stupid. They ignorant. You know, they mm. don't they don't know what they doing, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, our administration, my administration is doing great. We're doing a, a, a phenomenal job. And it's like that's so vague. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Um, I can't appreciate that as a citizen. So right. I look for that in a in a person that is running for office. And then also you want to see some type of track record of their involvement in the community, some kind of way. Like I look for someone mm-hmm. who has been your I wanna I wanna know that you are at least aware of what's actually going on. Like yeah. this is just yeah. me. And I know some people, you know, esteem uh, education above experience I would say I know some people who may like esteem it to where it's like no nah, you got to have a degree I'm not and once again let me be clear I'm not saying you shouldn't have a degree you we should be educated let me be very mm-hmm. clear with saying that I believe in being educated but I also believe in you having a certain level of experience in the real world as well if you're going to run for office if you're going to be an elected official like you can't just have all of this book knowledge and all it is, you know, book smarts or whatever, but you don't have the application part of it. That's alarming to me. You know what I'm saying? Because for sure, like, I think to some degree we're seeing and we've seen even in other previous administration, what happens when that is the case. Like, oh, this person, you know, they have all these accolades. They have a long resume. But in terms of them being in the community, like and I'm not talking about when I say in the community, I'm talking about just. Of all people, like you said, the the Latino community, the the white community, like the black community, like all these different sectors that make up our different neighborhoods, like you should be aware of what's going on and the issues right. at our hands, so you can actually make well informed decisions. So that's those are the things mm-hmm. I look for. Yeah, I I, I wholeheartedly agree uh, with all that, man. Mm-hmm. So then, with that, let me ask you this. Yes. Is it okay to vote based on um, party all the time? Because, of course, we know, like, that that's just kind of just where we're at right now. It's like you're Republican, or you're Democratic, or you're right. liberal, or you're conservative. Right. Then got, like, the moderate and, you know, other stuff happening. But it's it's so this or that. And it's so, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, you know, I've been a lifetime Republican. My dad's been Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been Republican or vice versa with um democratic um is that okay i don't think it is bro i don't think it is you know okay to vote just based upon your party's political beliefs because the world we go through different changes Mm. i think this is the biggest problem one of the biggest issues that we deal with as humanity overall is we we are very extreme especially in this country, especially in the United States of America, we are very extreme. It's either one extreme or the other. And we have not learned to really focus on having balance. So it's like, 
the economy is going to fluctuate. So based upon where the economy is, there are certain things that we need to invest in or focus on, right? Maybe mm -hmm. it is the taxes or certain policies that need to be adjusted. Maybe it is immigration that needs to be checked, right? I mean, I'm just saying, I know right. we don't all like that, but I mean, that's a real thing. So mm -hmm. um, I think that when you vote based upon your party, what you do to a certain degree is you, you neglect the, the other realities that may be present in our country. And I, I also would say, I believe that is almost a form of selfishness because mm. if you vote based on party, you are saying like, listen, I'm only looking out for me and mine. <laughs> like, mm. I don't mm. care nothing about the, the rest of this country. And if we claim to be, you know, united, united, we stand divided. We, we fall that type of thing. Like as a country, that's hypocritical to me. You know what I'm saying? Like for, for as sure. far as the core values of what this country is based on. So yeah. I don't think that's okay. I think because there are times where the views of the democratic party are necessary because of the state of the country. And mm. then there are times where the, the views of the Republican party, there has to be, or there should be an administration that reflects that because of the state of our country. Mm. That's just my view on it. Like, and then, just me personally, I'm not a big fan, especially now, of parties at all because it's created such a divide and such, a, you know, extremes now where it's like, it's hard to tell. Is this a race thing? Is this a gender thing? Is it, what is this really based off of? Like, do y'all want power? Y'all want, you know, money? What do y'all want? Like, mm -hmm. for real, for real. Like, are we really pursuing the American dream or y'all just... No, nah, we want we want it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's just very confusing right now, in my opinion. What about you, bro? I, for the most part, agree with you. Here, here's the only place where I'll vacillate. I mean, I'm I'm with you as far as I'm 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 sick and done with parties, and it's like we all still deal with it. Why don't we all just do something about it? Um, but say la vie, you know that's the and discussion and it, the not not to cut you off, but I'm saying like. I'm not I'm not opposed to having parties, but at least be willing to have more balance. Mm. Like it's like when you look at the the Senate and the congressional hearings and all that stuff going on, they just it's like kids. Like y'all just fighting and bickering over dumb stuff. It's like, can y'all not see <laughs> that this is necessary? Like this is the direction that we need to go in. Like, why can't y'all like we're y'all are adults, like and y'all are educated adults. And y'all act like children when it comes to these policies, like because you can't get your way all the time. It's like mm -hmm. y'all aren't focused on what's really good for the country if it comes across. So that's all I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. if, when it comes to parties, we need to have a more balanced approach. But continue. Yeah, uh, but but it, it's always so tough with that, because like mm -hmm. as far as that, as far as like what is best for the country, everybody always has a fundamental difference on what that looks like. True. Very true. Um, because what I view as what's going to make this country better. Somebody's going to view it in another kind of yep. way. And it's, and it's, yep. it's, it's kind of weird when you stop and think about it, but it also makes sense. Cause it's like, well, maybe based off of, off of my experiences, this is where I can see improvements. But if that hasn't been your experience, maybe you're more fo focused over here. Right. Um, but yeah, in general, I mostly agree with you. The only thing that kind of gives me pause is like, like, like I think about back to like the Obama administration um, to where he like he did a lot. But I'm curious how much more could he have done if he had more of his party backing him like or more of his party in those mm. in Congress and House of Representatives and the Senate and everything like that. Right. Um, because from what I remember correctly, like. Um, Republicans blocked a lot of what Obama tried to do. Yeah, they um, fought a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and so so with that, it's like if you have this man in charge, and you know you're not willing to get behind what he's trying to do, so then now there's nothing moving forward. So it's just stalemates all the time. Mm -hmm. And so then, if there is like a monopoly of one specific party, then it's like okay whatever this party like wants to do, okay, let's at least, we can at least see it acted out now. We can at least see, okay, this is, if is this going to work? Right. You know? And so in that regards, I can, I can see why people do it just to give whoever's in charge the chance to actually do what they've set out to do. Mm -hmm. But 
but all in all, it just never comes across good. It, it never like happens in a smooth way. So right, yeah. So so it's so like I said, I'm, I mainly agree with you, but that one's always kind of tough for me because it's like if if you don't have nobody backing you, um, then it's like you you like what are you getting like nothing is going to get done nothing i feel gonna it get accomplished so i feel it so so then to your point bro the next question then is should you vote as citizens thinking about that from that perspective should we vote based upon what ven- what benefits us as citizens or what benefits our people our community or should we take the approach of trying to vote based upon what we believe and see is going to actually help the country Cause I know that's the big thing now where like we see the divide and we see all of this conflict between the Senate and the house and all of this stuff, like in Congress. So it's like, well, what the heck? Like, should I just go ahead and, you know, look out for me and mine's or, you know what I'm saying? Like give your thoughts on that. Cause that's a big thing now. Yeah. So, so we, we should vote with everybody else in mind, but because innately I feel like we're all so selfish I don't know how realistic that is. Like, you know, there, there's a few people that are able to stop and say, even though this is maybe what I want mm-hmm. or the greater good, maybe that can happen. Not a lot of people are humble enough and not a lot of people are selfless enough mm-hmm. to make those kind of decisions. So what's the easy resort back to is, okay, I'm going to look out for me and mine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, that's how that's how I feel about that. I mean, if we all voted and did stuff with other people in mind, things turn out a lot better. For real. But it but it's 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 the selfishness that yeah. gets us in trouble, you know. Yeah. And there there's a lot of places I can go with there, but I'll I'll exercise restraint for right now. But um <laughs> So many places I could go there, uh, but that's how I feel about it. How how you feel about it, man? <laughs> it's it's tough for me to to be like you should vote for the better, for the benefit of the country, and moving forward just because of what history has shown. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always it seems like it's always one person or one group of people that kind of mess it up. Like you can have a majority and then you had this one group like, well, you know, we want this and we want to do that. And we believe that this is wrong and this is right. Like, and it's like, yo, we had 75 or 80%, you know what I'm saying? And now like one group can come in and mess it all up in, in terms of the unity that's being, that's being created. So I so guess. you talking about white supremacists basically? You said it. I didn't. So anyway, um, (laughs) but it's just like, man, it just becomes a situation where it's very easy to get frustrated or irritated by exactly what you just said, like the the element of selfishness. But Mm -hmm. I do believe that from a principle standpoint, we should always be voting for what's going to benefit us all. And I think our point of reference, I think that from a written perspective, it is the American dream. Like the constitution is definitely well-written. You know what I'm saying? Those are good Mm. principles and values to operate and live by as a country. But how it plays out in reality is where the divide comes and it becomes very complicated because of people's selfishness and then just their overall perspective and views. And if those views don't line up with the constitution or whatever, like that's where it becomes an issue. So I'm going to say, yes, mm-hmm. we should vote, you know, for the benefit of the country, us as a people, we should look out for each other. But right now I would say it's, it seems like that is a very difficult and complicated task. My question with that, if we are voting, if the goal is to vote for the benefit of the country, then what fuels that? What fuels politics then? Because I feel like we can't talk about voting for the benefit of the country if you don't understand what is actually the driving force behind the whole democracy. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole construct of what America is. 
Mm-hmm. So do you feel like it's money driven? Do you feel like it's power driven propaganda or is it, you know, influence, which I guess is more closely related to power. Like what do you feel mm-hmm. is that driving force? I, in general, I feel like the, what fuels politics is freedom, but in a very perverted way. And here's what I mean by that. We, there's so much laws and policies and everything that I feel like to an extent limits freedom, but everybody wants freedom in somehow, some way. So for the, for the businessman, for like the huge, like tech or big pharma tycoons, they want the freedom to make as much money as they can without any supervision Mm. for, you know, uh, a same sex couple. They want the freedom to be recognized under law as a married couple mm-hmm. or another they want the freedom uh to worship in their mosques um then on the other side we want the freedom uh to talk about jesus however much we want to and mm-hmm. which this podcast kind of is that you know we we got the freedom to talk about whatever we want to talk about everything and except your mama everything except your mama that that's only all yeah um so 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 in a convoluted way it's it's freedom to the point of like I think freedom is what drives it because we all want to be free in some aspect, but freedom without restraint is chaos. Exactly. And so because there's no constraint or anything, um, that's what really starts to make it all murky and weird. And that's what it starts to make people butt heads and everything because it's mm-hmm. like. Like, oh, well, I want the freedom to be in this relationship with this person. It's like, well, I want the freedom to not see that and not have that conversation with my kid. Right. You know, I, w- I want the freedom to compete in this market. Right. But I want the freedom to, you know, smash you and not even give you a chance because I want to make all the money <laughs> I want in this market, you know? So, right. so that's what fuels it all. We all want freedom, but you know, once again, freedom without restraint is chaos. And so it, it's a perverted version of freedom that fuels it all and fuels it all to, yeah. you know, make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that, bro. I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head as far as that ultimate goal is to have that freedom to live the life that you want to be able to live. But like you said, when you don't have any boundaries or when you don't have any, I put I put it this way: when you don't have the right policies, you don't have the right laws or restrictions in place. That's where there is a divide, and there conflict will occur at mm-hmm. some point. It's only a matter of time, and I think that's what we've seen throughout history: is people pursuing it, and it's not about it's nothing wrong with you pursuing freedom, but it's how you do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and. If you're looking to be in a certain position financially or you're looking to have certain influence or whatever, it's like also the motive and the intent is another thing, because Mm -hmm. if you're doing it just for selfish reasons, just for self gain, then that's where this becomes a huge problem, because at the end of the day, your decisions and your character and your words is all going to reflect that. And I believe we're seeing that. Mm -hmm. Like my my thing is like I really wanted one of the questions that I really would like to ask our current president is why why do you why did you want to be president? Why why like why president? Why why did you really want that position? Like what was the real motivation and intent behind you running when it's clear that your words reflect how you really feel? Like you you call Mm -hmm. people openly, you call people that are of the same country like you call them dumb you call them stupid you you call them like crazy like you just say whatever so it's just really mm. weird to me like just understanding the motive of some people when they run for office and when it comes to these policies it's like well what's really your motive behind this like are you really mm. doing this to help people are you doing this so you can get a check mark next to your name you know what I'm saying? Like mm. you looking for that blue check or you looking for some likes or you looking for some campaign money to come your way. Like that's what really perplexes me. So I definitely agree with you, bro. Like 
that that definitely I think some I think it's a combination of money, power, propaganda, but at the end of the day, the driving force probably is freedom for real, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Cause, cause I mean, because we all want to do what we want to do. Like, like I'll I'll take for me as an example. If I could, I would have Sundays all the time, like straight. And I I'd like, bro, vegetables wouldn't remotely touch my mouth if I had the full freedom that I wanted. Like, let's just mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm never one to say, man, that's some tasty broccoli. Like, right. No. But um, it's necessary, correct? But it's necessary. Okay. That's 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 the thing. So, but so so getting to a point, like if I like if I just ex, if I just do what I freely want to do mm-hmm. um without any boundaries or anything like that then i'm going to be in a worse off shape like right like is i'm not going to be healthy and it's not going to be good and that's what we're seeing i think a lot a lot of places in this country and a lot of people that are in those places of power that they just want the freedom to have power and to dominate and to influence but it's with no restraint and it's it's with no care of anybody else and so it's destructive is it possible though to have restraint is it possible to be in positions and seats of power and influence and have balance absolutely okay because i mean we like we have seen it okay um, and, and we see it you know all the time like but but it's 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 just uh you know a, a corrupt few that are in those high seats of power um that just really jack up everything else got you all right, so we, we've unpacked a lot there. We're going to take a short commercial break, but we also want to get you all's input and your thoughts on the things we covered related to this upcoming election, um, as well as just your input as to the different things we talked about. Um, what, what should your criteria be for voting? Is it okay to vote based upon party all the time? Should you be concerned about the benefit of the country or the benefit of you and yours only? And what do you feel like fuels politics? Let us know your thoughts. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Man Listen podcast. Again, we ask you all to like and subscribe to this podcast, in addition to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. In addition, us here at TMLP want to encourage you all to go vote. You should be registered already. Make sure you go vote, whether it's in person, whether it's a mail-in vote, whether you have an absentee ballot, whatever the case may be, make sure that you go out and exercise your right to vote and your right to be heard. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Man Listen podcast. We thank you all for tuning in, checking out this episode. So we're we've been talking about the upcoming election and just the general aspect of politics and giving our take on it. And I think we've covered a lot of ground, but there are a couple things yeah. I think that we should talk about, Jay. So here's my mm-hmm. question. I know there are a lot of people that are over this whole election right now, and they're like, listen. I don't care for neither one of these jabronis. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, my question to you and our listeners is there a good reason why a person should not vote? I mean, there's a great reason why. No. Oh, come on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. No. Hold on. Are you serious? Listen. Come listen. on, bro. I mean, be- because, like, Cause would would you really want to vote between like okay either I can stab you, or I can shoot you in the leg? <laughs> what? That's like, not no. <laughs> no. But that's how a lot of people see this election. Is no. they, they they see it between like okay, either you gonna take this crossbow, or I'm gonna spear you in the chest. Oh, like oh my goodness. Because that's why people keep saying like like just picker of the quote unquote lesser lesser of two evils. So it's like. So when if if you offer me two bad options and like hey pick like no I don't want to pick either of those bad options. And so for that in that respect I get But whose fault is that though? Whose fault is that? It it's the party's fault. Well, it's the party/the slash the people. 
Okay, so the people do play a part in it. So that's why, to me, mm -hmm. I struggle with a person that says, I'm not going to vote for one of the two. When it's like, do you know how long this campaign took for them to get to where they are now? Mm -hmm. So where were you a year ago? Right, when the primaries and Ex all that. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. So I, I don't know. I can't. I get but, the feeling. I get. I understand the feeling of not wanting to vote for either one. But it's just like, come on, man. Like, but but also you got to think about it this way too, though, man. If we go back to 2016, by the numbers, Trump lost that election, yet he's still president. Okay, so let's let's so, get it. Let's get into that. Hold on, hold on. Now, wait a minute. Now you didn't touch on something big no, here. No, but no, but because, wait, 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 wait. No, no, because I I got I got to finish the point though. Okay, so, go for it. So I mean, I, I, at least I got to finish the question itself. Okay. So those are reasons why, like, I get why somebody say, "Man, I ain't gonna vote," or like they shouldn't vote because you got those stuff that happens. But you should vote because I'm mean, at least for colored communities and everything someone literally died so that you could bubble in your option on a piece of paper like not to belittle voting but just so somebody died so it, they can make it that easy for you so you absolutely should vote like right. no doubt right no doubt so now, I, I just i just want to make sure that's clear i got you i got mm -hmm. you i just want to throw this out here right mm -hmm. here's my theory on this whole situation as to why trump is actually in office right now Number one, Russia. Number <laughs> Number one, Obama served two terms. Two of them. Black president, and he's a Democrat, right? Mm -hmm. Then who's the next candidate that comes along for the Democratic Party? Hillary. Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that part of the reason why Trump is in office right now is because number one. Obama was a Democrat. We had we had eight years of a Democratic administration. The whole country was like, all right, y'all, especially the black community was like, all right, y'all gave us our flowers. We got a black president. Y'all let him serve two terms. He wasn't killed. Like, thank you. All right. Now y'all can do whatever instead of stepping up to the plate and understanding that that was our opportunity to keep our foot on the gas. Now. I think that as a country, we were not ready for a female or woman president. Which is crazy, but it's yeah. not though, because when you're looking at the candidate, no, no, Whoa. listen, no, 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 listen, it's not crazy. Be no, it's not. It's not because when you look at how extreme Hillary was in her history, there when they when they started digging into her history and the emails and all that stuff came out, that shattered her whole campaign, in my opinion. But, so, but that's on her, not not the fact that she was a woman president, you know, or a woman candidate. But, I, but I'm saying as far as change is concerned, we had already experienced a huge change with a black president served two terms as a Democrat. Right. And mm. then the, on the heels of that, you telling me, oh, now you about to put a woman in there after you didn't put a black president in there, which is completely going against the tradition. So I think that spoke to, listen, hear me out. Let me finish. I see your face. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if we be honest, the country as a whole spoke and said, we're not ready for that. Because where, okay. were all, where was all the people that voted for Obama? Where did they go? She lost the election 306 to 232. I'm looking at it right here. So like, where did they go as far, even, even with the electoral college, even with the, like the, the um the general ballots like the voters was like all right we cool y'all can do whatever because we don't like trump and we don't like hillary so and she's a woman so we and she's a democrat so we definitely ain't voting for her but trump mm -hmm. all right i mean he republican we know they it's like the the perception is like they all about the money right you know what i'm saying so i'm this is just my theory i'm giving my opinion mm -hmm. on this and mm -hmm. i think that's the reason why we have to be very careful when you make the statement, you know what, I'm just not going to vote or I'm going to just chill because look at what's happened four years later on the heels of the greatest NBA finals championship is a huge decline. Like mm -hmm. we're supposed to be still celebrating like we moving forward and then this crap happens. So that's to me like when I look at that whole trend 
and how like as a country we show we really don't care for like change for real like we'll mm. take it in doses that's true but then it's like when when we get that dose of change then we have a tendency to be like all right let's just chill out let's go back to the status quo let's go back to how it was mm. and i don't we see now we in the middle of a pandemic it's not his fault but right. it kind of is to me that's like <laughs> that's a sign you know what i'm saying that's right. just me so right but but well no but yes but, and, <laughs> well but. no 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 but no but <laughs> And also is absolutely right. Um, like as a country, we didn't show out and vote, and especially a lot of like the black community didn't show out and vote uh, like we did for Obama and everything when it came in 2016. But I bring that up because yes, as far as the electoral college, um, Trump won, but as far as the popular vote, right, lost by like three million. Yeah. So the country spoke that said, "No, we want her." Okay. But because okay. Of this whacked up, outdated, not necessary system anymore. Got you. This man took office and everything. And so getting back to the question that you asked, I get why somebody will feel discouraged in voting because it's like, all right, if my, if the popular vote, if the people speak and say they want this, but that's not what happens, why am I going to take out the time to do it anyway? Okay. So you feel like they feel like it's pointless anyway. Yeah. In a sense. I got you. Yeah. Be, because they, they've seen it. And I think it also happened again. Um, what? I think when Bush took office too, that it was like Gore won the popular vote, but because of the electoral college, I mean, there's a lot to fix there. And it is, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not a politician in any stretch of the imagination, but just saying, I, I get why those will be reasons for somebody not to vote but, but that's not, not the, good reasons i'm about to say that's not They're the not question no that's not a good reason <laughs> not to vote because at the end of the day then be the same people that want to complain about how these policies are negatively impacting you when you could have gave your input and said by my vote i'm telling you i'm not with this this mm -hmm. about to come down the pipeline i ain't with it that's your opportunity as a citizen to speak up and say your piece so Very true. even if it doesn't necessarily generate the same impact, like it was a landslide with Obama. So you mm -hmm. can't be like, that's not a good enough reason. I think we both Very understand that logic, but I'm just begging. This is my, this is my little, <laughs> this is my campaign speech. I'm begging Please. and pleading like, seriously, don't, don't let that stop you or keep you from voting at a time like this, because we've seen what's happened. Like, if you got common sense, I need you to vote like mm. flat out. And if you don't, that's a good enough reason not to vote. If you ain't got common sense and you don't live by common sense and you can't see what's happening, it ain't <laughs> clear to you. Do not vote. That's mm. a good enough reason for me. But if you got common sense, you got to vote. I'm sorry. That's just me. No, that is not even a, a, a good enough <laughs> because you can research like we're we yes. are the most informed or at least access to information like society generation that the world has seen in this time so mm -hmm. just look it up mm -hmm. if you're not sure like man like we got our absentee ballot there's a whole bunch of people i don't know on that but i'm gonna look them up and see who they are so right, right. okay so of course to our listeners, thank you all for listening um, to the Man Listen Podcast. <laughs> but I got one more question for you, Jay, because you kind of alluded yeah. to this earlier in the show. All right. Mm -hmm. And I know this is something that we talk about often <laughs> off air. So mm -hmm. as a believer or Christian, is it possible to separate your, your spiritual or Christian values from your political views or should they be the same like because because this is a mm -hmm. very this is mm -hmm. a very like this is a, a a serious question that needs to be addressed just because of the nature of this election what we've seen and i know at least for me like seeing the response and the views of believers and christians at large so let's yeah. talk about that before we get out of here just Man. give your thoughts on that because i know you got some stuff to share i mean there there's there's so much to say it is um 
I I would say it is possible. Okay. But in a greater sense, I do feel like your Christian values should influence a good part of how you vote. And okay. more and for for me, I think it should always reflect Christ as far as like what was one of the greatest commandments Jesus gave us. Love, love God, right? Love people. Mhm. So whatever I vote for should be reflecting that either, you know, should be reflecting that, that I love God and love people, not mm-hmm. or love people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should reflect it both. So mm-hmm. say when it comes to like universal health care, I feel like for me, that says love people like that. Love God, love people mm-hmm. like everybody should be healthy. Everybody should have access to quality health care if they're sick, you know. For gotcha. I was for I was sick and you took care of me. For I was hungry and you fed me. You know, so on and so forth. Matthew's mm. twenty five and you know when did I do this thing? When you did these for the least of these? Right, 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 right. You did this for me. Gotcha. So yeah, that's how I feel about it, man. Um, I feel it in in a very short way. I got you. How about you? So <laughs> this is a very loaded question that. <laughs> For our listeners, Jason and I have, we dialogue about this type of stuff all the time, but I'll just say this. It's definitely tough. I agree with your statement, Jay, that I think your Christian values should reflect in how you vote. It's just the, the divide comes into, there are certain issues that are presented where you have to look at it from like, is this constitutionally right is this fair right but Mm -hmm. as a believer i have to always keep in mind what my values and my beliefs are and like you said just try to relate it to how we govern our lives like what is what is fair what is but then there are some situations where it's like yo you may not even know for real like, can you really separate yeah. the two? Like, it may, you yeah. may not be yeah. able to. Like, so that's a real thing. And I'll just leave it at that. Because I, I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we should as much as we can. But there are some issues that become very complex. When And I'll say this. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. When your motive and your intent is for the benefit of the country, that's what makes it difficult. Yeah. So I want to be very clear very in saying true. that when you're thinking about everyone at large, because we understand, like you said, bro, everybody is not a Christian in this country. So right. if you are thinking from that perspective, that will make it immensely difficult because there are so many different views on so many different policies and issues, you know, present. So mm-hmm. that's where it becomes difficult. If you're thinking about yourself, it make it real easy. Honestly, real easy. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, and not even just from a um, political standpoint, but like financially, all that stuff, like socially, all that type of stuff. It makes it very easy for you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would say if you're voting for the benefit of the country, it's going to be tough. Like, and that's 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 the things we have to take into consideration, I think, as well, when we're thinking about who we elect as officials and when you're listening to how they're responding to the questions and stuff that they're presented with, because there's no way you can please everybody. Absolutely. No way. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, you have to have you, you, if you, if y'all don't, you have to create some type of gauge for how you vote because there's no way to please everybody. Yeah. So you got to aim. It's, I, I don't like saying that, but it's like, you got to aim for that 60 to 70, 75%. Like let's get most of these things addressed because mm. we know something Something gonna be left out, like, and, and just just you know the nature of it. You can't can't hit everything. You absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, man. And, so, and and as far as you like, you try to just vote for something that's gonna try to hit everybody and benefit everybody. But yeah. it's you know it it is tough, man. Especially with Christian beliefs, there's just some things that yeah. for the betterment of the country, it's in direct conflict. So it's like it, it's tough. It, it yeah. really does get tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Because <laughs> there <laughs> are a number of issues. <laughs> <laughs> a plethora. <laughs> okay. But in, in, in the sense of, you know, Christians and political views and everything, 
the the toughest thing for me, man, um, in just in a general sense, is the 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 Christian support for our current president. Uh oh. The, okay, go ahead. Get free. The, get the, free. This it it's man. It's these past four years have really been tough because I've really tried to understand. I've really tried to reach out and try to get where somebody's coming from. Mm-hmm. But it's like. So, so I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it like this, like, um, in the country, I went to like Pew Research Center in the country, whether you're like Republican leaning, which typically seems to be, you know, Christians and everything uh, or democratic leaning, but in the high 90 percentile, everybody basically believes that they want a president who personally lives a moral ethical life. It's either very or somewhat important to them. Okay. Right. Right. So on the baseline, we all agree that we want somebody in the office that is living a moral and ethical life. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Right. When it comes to the believer, I feel like that even becomes even more important. I don't have I don't have a survey or any statistics on that, but I'm just thinking we live our lives the best that we can in a moral and ethical standard. You know, got you. And so with that in mind. There's these, you know, there's a lot of, you know, believers and Christians that fiercely support this man who's in direct hypocrisy of what you believe. Like, so if you're saying, or or rather not what you um, believe, but what you say, you say you want somebody more on ethic, right? Have somebody that is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. and and it's not just a support but it's a fierce support it's like a like oh trump is god sent and you know he's god's man and you mm. know god can use anybody mm. he can god can't use anybody he, he absolutely he absolutely can yeah but but it's but it's but it gets to a point it's like like just a hypocrisy man and it's like you realize this isn't showing like a good witness and to, to get even more free, man, I, I really have to look at white evangelicals mm. and here's even more. So why uh, there is a research once again, Pew research center, a survey that was done um, in July of this year that asked people um, of all different kind of religious affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, it was us adults, Christian, Protestant, evangelical white evangelical black protestant catholic unaffiliated atheist agnostic or nothing in particular Mm -hmm. asked all these people if the election were to happen today in july if the election would happen happen today who would you vote for Mm -hmm. out of all those groups the highest percentage 82 percent is white evangelical saying that they would vote for trump today Mm -hmm. In July of 2020, and that's knowing, you know, everything this man has done, everything this man has said, um, his response to um, this uh, pandemic and everything. Um, we didn't know about the Woodward tape, uh, the Woodward uh, tapes, or anything like that yet. I don't think right. so by July, um, but just a, a lot of yeah. stuff has happened since yeah. July, yeah. and just for white evangelicals white believers that say hey we believe in the good news of jesus christ and we want somebody that's moral and ethic and ethical and everything for slightly over 80 percent of them to say i will still vote for this man that is in complete opposite of that i don't understand i and i've i've tried to understand and i really bro i think i'm just at my ends with that i will never well, look, Understand. I'll say this. I think that the only reasonable explanation I have of understanding that type of support for this administration would be from a financial perspective, because socially as a president, he's terrible. The statements Absolutely. and stuff that he makes PR from PR perspective, it's been uh, in his words, <laughs> a disaster. It's been a disaster. <laughs> he's um, not even well-spoken. <laughs> like, he's not, but <laughs> like in that regard, when it comes to the financial aspects of like tax breaks and with business aspects regarded to this country, 
I think that there are things that he's put in place and been able to do over the last four years, especially I know one of the things that he really harps on is jobs, right? Mm -hmm. The, the job market rising or whatever people being employed. So I think there is maybe some credibility there. I would definitely have to do more research to fact check Uh, that a little bit. Right. I have to fact check, but Mm -hmm. in that regard, I think that is the only plus that comes from his administration which it seems like from their vantage point and from their perspective, it's like, what else do y'all want? Like, who cares if I say something crazy, if I talk crazy, if I do this or if I do that, as long as I'm helping the economy thrive Mm -hmm. in a time where seemingly it's not supposed to, especially with the pandemic. Like, I know that was something he was harping on in the presidential debate. He was saying, well, you know, they uh, these people, the, the research that they did, um, that he cited was saying that they anticipated the economy, of course, to take a huge dip and for it to take longer to recover. So that was something that he was harping on. Like, you know, of course, you know, he was talking about Biden, like, you're not smart enough to do, you know, what we did. Mm-hmm. Like, had you been in this situation, it would have been worse. So I think from that perspective, when it comes to churches, businesses, um, any entity that has anything to do with money, mm-hmm. there have been maybe certain advantages and certain advancement that's taking place under this administration as, as a whole that they benefit from. But the question is, mm-hmm. I, I feel, no, I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish mm-hmm. I could see mm-hmm. his face, but <laughs> all I'm saying is my thing is, I said this before to what degree of cost at what cost, because what cost, man? this man, as far as a leader's, as far as his PR is socially, all that stuff, the other aspects that we would list as criteria from a seat like this, it's just like, you got a F in almost every category. Like you got, you got not available grades, like mm-hmm. because of the way he's handled certain situations and the way he's gone about it. Like it's, it's definitely not a good example in my opinion so i don't yeah bro i don't get it either but no yeah. I, no, and, no it, and it's not and it's not just white evangelicals like it's you got black people other minorities like they you know it wasn't just white people that voted for trump like it's right right, from right multiple demographics so my thing is just like well what what are y'all like what am i missing that's I guess what I'm that's what I'm trying to figure out. And 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 that's the more alarming thing, man, because with all this other stuff, it's like y'all are willing to turn a blind eye so that y'all wallet is cool. That's how it comes across. Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. You know, because I I think in in Matthews and, you know, somebody correct me, but it's like where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Yes, that's word. So so what it sounds like is so how it comes across fully is like all right, your treasure is stored up in Trump and what he's been able to provide for you. Mm-hmm. So that's where your heart is. And so anything, you know, anything else, you're willing to turn a blind eye to. Yeah. And and that's very dangerous to where like your bottom line is your bottom line, you know, but yeah. it's like, like you, you don't care what this man has said, who he's has offended, who he stood up for, um, who he hasn't, hasn't stand up for, mm-hmm. um, you know, who, who he has condemned, who he has not condemned because saying, sure, sure. Yeah, I can do it. Sure. It's not condemning. He did not condemn white supremacy. He did not do it at all. Don't shut up. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Shut up. He didn't do it. He said, stand back and stand by. Yep. Facts. So, 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 so it's like, you're willing to still say all that and turn a blind eye to all that, because as far as the money piece of it, you straight. But then here's even the more kicker. Now with the pandemic, the money part isn't straight. Any job growth that exactly. has happened exactly. is at a loss now mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Yeah. Any you know record-breaking unemployment rates are at a loss now right. because of the pandemic. And no, the virus isn't his fault, but it's his fault as to the response of it. Absolutely. Of course, he made some kind of response mm-hmm. to where if he didn't respond at all, Cool, like how you know that always seemed to be talking yeah, point. Yeah, like yeah. oh, if we didn't put in place, you know, millions could have died. Right. 
because you had to respond some way. Exactly. But if you would have responded sooner and as an appropriate leader, then we wouldn't even be at the, you know, the 210K that we're at right now. Exactly. If had you not waited for April to come with the warm weather. Right. Which, by uh, the way, in Cleveland, he surely ain't lived in Cleveland because warm weather don't come to Cleveland in April, by the way. I'm not at all. But I mean, and in most places, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. And so, and, and the, and the very fact that, you know, you have this leader saying like, oh yeah, like I, I know it's pretty rough, but I want to downplay it. Like right. what person, you know, even if it's bad news, you want them to downplay, like, like how stupid that sound. Like for me, like not for me, but say like if a spouse is going to go to another spouse and downplay their affair, like, oh, you know, we were just hanging out a little bit, you know, just, but how, okay. Just grab dinner a couple yeah. times and exactly kissed up a little bit. How stupid you sound. Exactly. That, that's but no, then, but then you turn around and you get it. <laughs> you turn around and you get it. Like what? It, it ain't no big deal. Huh? And you got it. You'll be a wheezing. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, it's just clownery and it's purest foreign to me. So, mm. Yeah, man. I look. and 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 even with that, and just to that last point, man. Um, you know the fact that you know so many people have you know passed away this year mm. because of this virus and everything like that. Going back to my Christians and everything uh, that have like supported them. Again, you're you're showing me what you value because yeah. you know yeah. it's. You show me your treasure, there will your heart be also. Like, yep. Well, my bottom line has been cool. Uh, you know, oh, 200,000 plus people have died from a virus. It is what it is. In the words of the president, I mean, it happens. You know, I pray they knew no. Jesus. Like, that's how it comes across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, get it. That's how, that's how it comes across. And I'm, 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 I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. Um, my patience is wearing thin. I'm, I've tried to, you know, engage and on Facebook and try to understand a little bit more. I, I don't know what more. Well, on that note, we're going <laughs> to wrap this show up on that note in terms of encouraging you all to go vote. Please let your voice be heard through voting, whether it's an absentee ballot online or in person. Polls are open. You can early vote. Then you got to mm-hmm. wait till November comes around. Don't be that person to wait till November 3rd at 11.50. Oh, I got to go to the polls. Don't oh, do that. Shucks. <laughs> Please don't. Or November 2nd, actually, is it, right? No, November 3rd. November 3rd. Okay, all right. Yep. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. be that person. Don't wait till November. Please. All right. So on that note, we want to thank y'all once again for listening to another edition of the Man, Man Listen, Listen Podcast, where we talk about everything. I'm John Winfrey. I'm your boy Jason Dante. See y'all next week. Talk about everything except for your mama. So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max while we talk about real life. Hey, good people. Thank you for listening to the Man Listen Podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe our podcast on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And go follow us on Facebook at the TMLP Show. Yeah, you're listening to Man Listen.